Okay. Right. <clears throat> when you're ready. Ready. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back from the celebrity Big Brother house, and that means I must be a celebrity. So here we are. You can probably hear my voice is still a bit grumbly, uh, and apparently that's because of the medication I've been taking uh, for the virus I, I obviously caught whilst incarcerated. The trouble is I haven't been able to give it to Rob yet. That's the uh, modern miracles of virtual technology. Yeah, I suppose it is. Um, anyway, thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody for keeping me in there so long. Uh, I'm just about speaking to Mrs. W again, but there we are. Um, and thank you for joining us here on the James Well Radio Show, broadcast to the entire universe, broadcasting outwards, of course, uh, to those people who may live in uh, other galaxies, on other planets. It's always nice to have you with us. I know you monitor uh, this program in particular, so uh, a big hi to you. Hello to you. Uh, about, I'm just thinking, it's been six weeks now. Six since weeks. Since I disappeared. Wow. Yeah, well, it will be six weeks next week. Um, and a lot to talk about, really. Okay. Well, I didn't even know the Olympics had happened. Nor did I. Uh, nobody really seemed to take much. Apparently, we did very well. Second. Well, we're second, I think. Yeah. Um, but was anybody talking about it particularly or not? No, but I've got a question. Go on. If you come second in the league table of the Olympics, do you get a silver medal for that? That's a very good point. Do you get like like a movie of the year in the Oscars or the 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 Oscar for the uh, whatever movie? Yeah, that's a, do you get overall gold, silver and bronze? I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. Maybe somebody can throw some light on that. For uh, next when's the next Olympics? 4 years is it? Yeah, well, will we be here in four years? I mean, looking at the world at the moment, I, I don't even know if we're going to be here. Will will this country, will this planet be here in four years? Um, 13,000 migrants saved last week alone. What is going on with this world that we look and we go, oh, we don't want them here. We don't want them here. I mean, I, I, I despair of this world, to be quite honest with you. You vote in uh, a guy to win Celebrity Big Brother, who, much as I loved Stephen Bear, I mean, he won it because of his bad behaviour. So does that mean that the people who voted in there like bad behaviour and that sort of thing is acceptable? Um, get in touch with us. You know the uh, the email address, jameswellradio at gmail.com, if you've got any thoughts. I mean, I had no real problem with him after I tipped the coffee on his head. Uh, but it was... It was um, an example of very bad behaviour, and people seem to like it. So uh, I'm tempted to revert to my uh, my old bad-tempered self. I do not understand how we have become, and I, we have, haven't we? We've become particularly racist in this country. Do you think racist is a very strong word? And there's different. I think there's different levels of it. I think. Yeah, well, we seem to have become a little insular. Would that be a better way of saying? I mean, it's like when I said 
I thought Samantha Fox was looking old and I should have said she was looking frail. <laughs> That's just as bad. But yes, I... Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but it's, you know, it's a... Okay, so maybe we're not getting racist, but maybe we're becoming less tolerant of other people, more tolerant of bad behaviour, and we can turn our, our heads away from women and children pouring off these boats from Libya. And remember, Libya has has got to the state uh, that it's in now because of what basically we, I suppose, the Americans and the French did. Yeah. Or am I am I being am I being a little too radical for people? I don't know. You can't though live in a world isolated from the rest. Richard Branson seems to do it. No, he doesn't. I thought he lived on his own island. Yeah, but he's not isolated from the rest of the world. He probably knows better than most about how how you can't live a lot. I mean, that's you know, you go back to Brexit. Now, apparently on the BBC, it's Brexit Day on Monday next week. Uh, depends when you're listening to this program, doesn't it? That'll be the 5th of September. It's Brexit Day. How's it Brexit Day? I've no idea. Is it 100 days since we decided to leave or something like that? Some reason, I've no idea. So we're going to celebrate every 100 days Brexit Day? Well, I don't think so. I mean, let's face it, it, it it's going to cause, it's already caused a number of people to be made redundant. Um, and everybody I speak to now, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, if you don't like what I say, Get in touch. Go on our Facebook page. You can have your say there. We'll read some of them out maybe next week. Yep. Um, if you're just ignorant and you're rude and you don't have a very good um, reason, then I'm going to read your name out anyway and uh, and ridicule you. I'm in that sort of mood today. Oh, dear. Okay. You know, because people, people, people voted in Brexit. for They didn't vote about the European Union as far as I can see. They voted, and if I'm wrong, tell me, uh, they voted, oh, we don't want so many foreigners in the country. Is that right? Uh, I mean, some of the areas, by the way, that voted most for, to, to leave the European Union have hardly any migrants or, or, or uh, different sort of uh, coloured populations, which I find fascinating. So, I mean, watching some of the, the disparate people um, who are trying to avoid the, the carnage that is going on in the Middle East... Um, wanna, you know, if if all those people believe in their God, um, whoever this God may be, uh, and and uh, you know, and this God on on Christian faith and Muslim faith all emanates from the Middle East, and that seems to be where the trouble is, doesn't it? Do I am I reading something into that that I shouldn't? Nope, nope. Are you sure? I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I'm quite close to it. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting thought, isn't it? Um, you're listening to the James Whale Radio Show, the podcast that goes out worldwide and uh, planetarily wide, of course. Listeners all over the solar system. Uh, nice to have you with us. Uh, talking about the, the terrible problems here on this planet at the moment. And I don't know if there's anybody there on another planet. I don't know whether those people who live beneath the surface of Mars would like to uh, send messages in. Maybe they can give us some kind of help. Apparently, they're not allowed Facebook accounts on Mars. Are they not? No. All oh, right, okay. Well, it'd be good to hear from you, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Um, and check out the website. There are more of my old and some maybe of the not-so-old TV shows and uh, different bits and pieces we have up there at the moment, don't we? Yeah, we put the uh, Baywatch episode up. Yeah. That was interesting. Jerry Hayes. Why do you keep walking away from the microphone? I'll let you into a little secret. Can you not hear that in the background? 
What? Well, they're spray painting the building next door. Why? Because um, it's falling down, so the council think the best thing to do is paint it. That's a good idea. It'll still fall down, but at least when it falls down, it'll look nice. <laughs> so they've got this... Um, well, it's, it's gone now. It's like a compressor. So mm. I, every time it goes on, I, I fade my microphone down. Really? And that works for you, does it? Well, not really, actually. Thinking about it, I fade it down while I'm talking. Oh, what's that? That's me getting uh, um, <clears throat> advertising from Twitter for business. What, are they paying you or are you paying them? I don't know. I've just deleted it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, okay, uh, so where were we? Oh, yes, so uh, the world in general, any suggestions? Should we? This is the other interesting thing before I move on and we we'll, we'll do something completely different. Um, people going on, oh, yeah, we want to build a wall up around the country. Yeah. Donald Trump looks like he's likely to win the American election. Even though the Americans that I was ensconced in the uh, Big Brother house with said they definitely won't. I, I think he might well win the American election. Well, he's got Nigel Farage backing him. Yeah, and by the way, you can hear my interview with Nigel Farage from uh, six months or so ago. If you, uh, you go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk, it's on there. He has got Nigel uh, backing him, <laughs> although Nigel <clears throat> was quite quite clever in saying that he wasn't actually backing him, wasn't he? He was doing a little dance of the fairies around him, really. <laughs> if Nigel's in your corner, you're bound to win. Yeah, well, apparently so. We'll get Nigel on the programme in a few weeks. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what's going to happen now is, uh, is uh, that those people who voted to leave the European Union because they thought that would close the door to migrants, it'll actually make it worse. And the thing I find annoying is that, that those people who wanted to stay within the European Union but wanted the European Union um, to be modernised, to be changed, because let's face it, it is a failing organisation. It needs to be changed. But eventually this world will be as one. You know, we probably will end up in, I don't know, four or five hundred years' time, if it's still around, with no individual countries. They'll just be one big island in the middle of a big sea. I don't know. Could well be. Could well be. But, you know, the French are going to close down their, their um, uh, borders in Calais and the, they're just going to let those people who are in what they call the jungle over here who want to come to Britain, come. We deal with them here. And wouldn't you if you were French? I would. Isn't that what they threatened us with if we uh, left the EU? So they're doing yeah. it anyway. Well, they should do it anyway, shouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, why should the French have a problem with people who don't want to be in France but want to be in Britain? Surely that's our problem. I think it's everybody's problem, isn't it? Well, I think it's everybody's problem. I think this world has gone mad. That, that here we are sit, sitting talking about it. And, um, you know, when we could... Pro I don't know. I mean, should the Americans, the British, the French and anyone else who's capable uh, go in and sort the Middle East out? Would that actually achieve anything except to kill more innocent people? And those innocent people we see fleeing... And people say, oh, well, there could be terrorists. Well, there could well be a few terrorists in there, but there aren't the majority of women and very young children who I've seen clambering around. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm fed up with it. I'm, uh, and I'm sad about it. And if anybody has anything they want to say about it, get in touch. JamesWellRadio at gmail.com. But I think most of you will probably agree with me, won't you? That's usually the norm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a very good idea. Should we take a little break for a, an advertisement? Maybe we could run a Ford commercial here. I've, I've been um, I've been trying out the new Ford Mustang. Oh, you've had a go now? 
I have had a go, and uh, you can get into a Ford Mustang for around about £30,000, which, um, uh, compared with the other sort of uh, cars like that, it's not that expensive, is it? Couldn't you just use It's nice door? to have a first-world problem like this, isn't it? Rather than worrying about where your next meal is coming, whether your house is going to be blown up, we're talking about cars. Well, cars are nice. Yeah, I like... Listen, I have to say the Ford Mustang, the new Ford Mustang, um, left-hand drive, right-hand drive. What do we drive over here? Right-hand drive, isn't it? We drive on the left, it's a right-hand drive car. <laughs> I hope you drive the same side as I do. Well, depends. Um, and, uh, I, you know, it, it's a nice car. I've had a drive. Go and have a test drive if you're up for something like that. I tell you what, I'd rather have that Ford Mustang than any of the BMWs I've tried. Here's a good important question about the new Ford Mustang. What? What colour was it? Red. Oh, nice. Mm. I like red best, actually. Red or blue. Um, and you can get it with a white stripe right down the middle. I'm not convinced about the stripe down the middle. No, I, I wouldn't have a stripe. I think it would attract too much attention. Oh, and something else I found out about Ford. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're supposed to respond when I say that. I did. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they do an electric Ford Focus. What? Totally electric? Totally electric. Range of about 200 miles. That's quite good. So I'm going to have a look at that. You know, I'm driving the Ford Focus ST at the moment. Yeah, and how many miles does that do? Well, I'm getting 42 miles to the gallon out of it, and I and that's a diesel. I thought that's quite good. That's not bad for a sporty car. No, it's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, so anyway, uh, as I said, let's take a break. Let's come back right after this. You are listening to James and Rob on the James Well Radio Show. Okay, back uh, from admiring the Ford Mustang, uh, which isn't parked outside my house, which is a shame. That was just a hint. Um, to talk about something else, I was on the morning. You see this morning, was it last week I was on this morning? I can't remember now. I've been all over the place. Was this to do with the Big Brother or the uh, Burkini? The Burkini. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw you on that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't I think they thought I was going to agree with the French. Listen, the French have, have, have been very embarrassed and have apologised. This is where... You saw uh, some mayors in, in certain... You know, I have, I have two feelings about this. These are my feelings. I don't understand if you have a religious faith, um, which presumably is more to do with um, your belief, your faith. Why clothes or even food come into the equation? Um, what, what sort of God wants you to cover your women up? Well, apart from a sexist God, what sort of God wants you to do that? I don't know. Why does a vicar or a priest have to wear a dog collar? Why do bishops wear long purple robes? Was it not from my memories of religious education, whatever it was in school, um, was it not Jesus who said he wanted to throw all that sort of stuff out? Clothes? Well, he wanted to get rid of all that pretension, didn't he? He wanted to get rid of that and he wanted people just, you know, he said churches... Uh, were where people congregated, they weren't buildings. Or am I right? I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I don't follow a religion, so I don't know. But I thought that was what it was. And I, I, I just do not understand why religious, some religious people are so uh, committed to wearing certain types of clothing. I don't think there's any God who cares what you wear as long as your heart and soul are in the right place. Well, surely some human designed the clothing. Well, Exactly. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, you talk to Christians who go and um, 
uh, go to confession. They think they can do whatever they want, and they go to confession, and they're going to be let off. Oh, there's always forgiveness. Is there? Well, I think you have to earn forgiveness, uh, and I don't think that has anything to do with religion. So we put the question out on Facebook, did we not? About Because, you see, I don't, I don't think banning things is the right way to go. Banning, you know, what, what the bikini, stupid word, tabloid word, made up, um, to try and offend people of different religions. I think people in religions need to look at themselves and wonder whether they actually need to wear certain sorts of clothing. I think I think ministers of religion as well, or the one, why do they dress up like that? Why does the Archbishop of Canterbury dress up like, I mean, some people say like a pantomime dame. I think that's a little exaggerating myself, but you, you see what they mean. A bit like uh, the courtroom, they always wear wigs, don't they? Well, absolutely. You know, it's, it, why do you need to dress up? Why do you need all these ritualistic symbols for religion? I, I would have thought that uh, in the 21st century we would have got on from that, but never mind. Um, so Andy says, uh, if the face isn't hidden for identification, I don't see the problem, nor do I. I mean, if you want to sit on a beach with your face covered, unless you've got a... Well, mind you, you know, I know a lot of Brits who sit there with handkerchiefs over their faces because they, they go red rather than brown. Roger says, I'm not generally a fan of banning things, but in this case, I feel it will be justified. Bikinis and burkas have no place in Western society. Well, you see, if you can tell me what a bikini is, um, on this morning you had somebody wearing one and it looked like a wetsuit. All sorts of people who want to cover themselves up for all sorts of reasons, they might have skin problems. It's just a stupidly ridiculous law. I mean, I think everywhere, even here, we should stop people coming into this country hiding their faces. You walk down Oxford Street in London, there are lots of ladies who presumably come from somewhere like Saudi Arabia because that's where this all started. Oh, but we don't, we don't want to offend the Saudis, do we? Oh, no. We better not offend the Saudis because they, they give us a lot of money, don't they? So yeah. we let the Saudis do exactly what they want and we'll just turn a blind eye. Is that right? Don't hear you commenting. I'm fading myself out because the, the painters are painting. Oh, right. Okay, I thought it was because you were frightened of the Saudis. <laughs> no, it's the blue paint. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Rachel says, I think we should stop telling people what to wear. Very sensible, Rachel. Um, I think we should stop telling people what to wear. Um, and I, I also think, though, that people who are, have a strong religious faith have to actually ask themselves why they feel they need to dress up in certain ways, as I've said. Um, Adam, she says, sadly, I think so. France has on several occasions now said that they are at war. So some rights we and they take for granted have to go out of the window until the situation improves. I don't think telling uh, a woman that she has to change the way she dresses, um, Adam, is really going to help anyone. Lee Barnes says, uh, as it doesn't obscure, if it doesn't obscure the face, I don't class it as a security risk. Um, I'm against all that it stands for as far as the burqa is concerned, but I don't think you should harass people. And some people, of course, uh, have been forced to wear those sort of clothes and, and actually liberating themselves takes a bit of time. Uh, Jacqueline Kay says, I am by nature a liberal, so my first thought used to be that it is not my or anyone else's right to impose a dress code on another. However, this is supposed to be a progressive country with commitment uh, values, values that are shared by the mainstream of society. We need to make a stand to support our belief in the equality of women. Um, I agree, but some women don't want to go on a beach in practically nothing. And surely you can't tell a woman that she has to bear her flesh. 
I mean, it, it's just a stupid idea on my mind. Listen, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just telling you what I think. Uh, if you want to disagree, Gene, Gene uh, James Whale Radio at gmail.com. Uh, this is James Whale's radio podcast, uh, broadcasting on your favorite radio station, of course, on your devices and your laptops all around the world and the universe. Sitting in my room and I'm on my own It's cold outside and I'm feeling alone So I turn that dial and my radio's on I hear James Well and my troubles are gone I hear James Well on the radio I hear James Well and his podcast show I hear Listen, Robert, what's all this about Jeremy Vine's cycle video? Did you not see that in the news? No. You know these road rage videos where a cyclist has a helmet cam? In this instance, Jeremy Vine was the cyclist. Right, okay. And uh, some woman got out of a car and threatened him. What did he do? Not much, really. I think he just sent the video into the police. Why but did she threaten him? Because he was cycling in the middle of the road because there was parked cars both sides of the road and you have to keep one door's width, apparently, so that made him be in the mm -hmm. middle of the road and she got very upset about it. I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to comment. It was big news. It was on the uh, BBC uh, front page. Was it? Yeah, but then again, yeah. he, he works well, for the BBC. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm fed up with... Uh, I, 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 I thought I'd get a bit of freelance work on, on BBC Radio 2. All right, because now you're a celebrity. Now I'm a celebrity and they only employ celebrities... Uh, and I thought, listening to their weekend breakfast show, I haven't heard anything quite as as facile as Annika Rice on the radio. So I thought I'd get in touch with a bloke who who runs Radio 2 and has done for since I was a lad, I think. He says he couldn't see any time when he'd be employing me, so stuff him. Annika Rice from Treasure Hunt? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mind you, they've got some rubbish on Radio 2. And they turned down the fact that I would be prepared to go and work for them. I could have filled in for Jeremy Vine when he's on holiday. Or out cycling. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm cut out anymore for the BBC, to be honest. What is all this business that if you look on, a, on the iPlayer, or, or you, you're going to actually now have to pay a TV licence? for the? How are they going to enforce that? Well, if you'd listened to the shows that I did a few weeks ago, I explained it all. Well, how the flipping heck am I going to listen when I'm ensconced in the Big Brother house where we don't have television, we don't have radio, we don't have books, we don't have newspapers. In fact, we didn't have anything. How am I going to know? Well, I smuggled in an MP3 player in your shoe. Yeah, well, you didn't because I didn't see it. And don't start saying that, otherwise you get the cretins who, who think it was all scripted and, uh, and rehearsed before we went in getting on again. Um, they're going to sit outside your house in a van and they're going to hack into your Wi-Fi signal and monitor the packets that come through your internal network to see if you're watching mm. iPlayer. Yeah, well, they're not. And you and I both know they're not going to be allowed to do that. Well, they've been given special permission by the government, but they're not going to do it. No, they're not going to do it because people would get really, you know, the licence fee is going to is going to disappear, I, I would think, before long. That seems to be the way it's going to go. Well, I said in the show that I did that the licence fee should be incorporated into your council tax. Well, it is in France. 
Is it? They've got a licence yeah, fee in France. Well, they, they, it's all incorporated in, in your sort of local taxes, I believe. That's the best yeah. way of doing it, because they can capture the uh, the fee without <clears throat> anyone yeah. getting away. And the actual licence fee is for the operation of a television set. Although the majority of the money goes to the BBC and some goes to Channel 4, it's actually, the wording is, that if you operate a TV, you need a TV licence. Indeed. And you know all those detector vans have nothing in them? Uh, I talked about that as well, yes. They've got a little man sitting on a stool turning a handle to turn a thing on the top to make <laughs> it look like there's something in it. There was one detective van made, but the rest are all just empty, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and the only way you can get done is if you admit it when some little oik knocks on your door and says, you haven't got a television licence, we'd like to come in and see if you've got a television. The answer to that is, well, you go and get a warrant and a police officer and then you can come in. Meanwhile, I'll throw the TV out the window. Or buy a licence. <laughs> you could do that, yeah. Yeah. I just don't like the heavy-handed, the, the, the kind of threatening letters you get. Oh, I get and Yes, obviously I have a licence. Well, Mrs W has a licence um, for this house. Hmm. I get them all the time. I have to dob people in. Why? Every person who buys anything to do with a TV set in my shop... I have to give their name and address to the authorities. If I don't, it's a £1,000 per person that I don't. Actually, I don't think that's legal, is it? Uh, well, it is, yeah. It's a £1,000 fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it, doesn't that uh, contravene the um, uh, the, the uh, Passing on Information Act, whatever it's called, I can't remember? Well, you can't buy a telly without giving the information. Really? Hmm. Well, you can always say you're Robin Hood and uh, you live in Sherwood Forest, couldn't you? That is correct. You can give false information, yes. Yeah. Do people? I've never given the information to the TV licensing people because I've never sold a TV set. Ah, right. Because I don't sell TV sets, but... I, <laughs> I wonder whether the chasing of those people who don't pay licenses is actually cost-effective. I don't think so, No. I wonder if they spend more money on that and more money on the threatening ads than anything else. It's a complete waste of time. They need to put it in the council tax. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, okay, uh, should we have some music? Uh, yes, please. Okay, we're going to get a bit of rock now from uh, the good water. Hmm. The post of the bad water. And these, uh, these are a bunch of rockers with See Your Light.
we uh, we've talked about uh, Brexit, haven't we? And the uh, campaigners at Checkers. Did we talk about that? Very nice place here. We talked about Jeremy Vine. Uh, we talked about Nigel Farage. We've uh, we've bigged up Ford. Um, I have to. I, I want to do something completely lighter now. Has anybody seen Gemma Coleman in Victoria? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, very very good. Do you know, I think it's brilliant. I mean, here's a girl who started her acting career um, on Emmerdale, moved on to Doctor Who, uh, and now is doing this major ITV uh, series on on uh, Sunday evening. It's good, good, good viewing at the weekend. Now you got X Factor, and then Victoria. You didn't watch Are You Being Served? Then I watched bits of it, but for me, I remember the original. And what is the point of doing a pastiche where the characters look as if they're trying? It was the same with the Dad's Army movie. So why why do Are You Being Served uh, and try and copy the other characters? Presumably they're just one-offs. They're not, they're not going to series, are they? No, just one-offs. Yeah. Well, there we are. There's another waste of uh, licence fee, if you want. Same as the, uh, the, the enormous waste of money, although apparently it's very commercial and they get lots of money from Top Gear. Yeah. The BBC has to make up its mind what it's actually doing, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, I suppose the BBC does, yes. Well, listen, you know, my show's on the BBC, very successful. And uh, I, I have no problem working for the BBC, seeing I pay a licence fee. Um, and the BBC like its staff to tell them exactly what they think. Uh, and you're doing that here then? Well, I do it on the air as well. Oh, OK, OK. You know, I'm entitled to an opinion, aren't I? You are, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tech Talk, sponsored by Oda UK. Sweat. Smell as good as your friends. Sweat, the 100% recycled new body spray from Oda UK. Tech Talk, yes, we can do Tech Talk. Well, I mean, if you want, you haven't done very much on the programme so far today. Well, I've had to fade myself out. Here we go again. We've just got yeah. this drill But I can't sound. hear it, so I don't know why anyone else can. You know what I mean, you'll hear it with the earbuds. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, we're going to talk this week about Amazon Dash. Amazon Dash? Amazon Dash. Have you not heard of Amazon Dash? No. Amazon might be a good place for my new TV show. Uh, it would be a very good place for your TV show, and we are um, looking into that. Good. Um, okay, go on. Um, Amazon Dash, it's a new device. It's a wireless device that you clip onto your uh, household uh, goods that you buy regularly, like uh, toilet paper and yeah. washing powder. And when you're running out, you press a button and it orders it for you and Amazon deliver it to your door. Not by drone. Well, I would imagine in the future by drone or by robot. You have to pay £4.99 for the yeah. little wireless little uh, clippy-on thing. And then you press the button and then it just orders one. But um, if I see one in uh, anyone's house, I'm just going to press the button. And order something. Yeah, I'm just going to keep pressing the button. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll be doing that. Well, it, in the future. It, it, I can't see it working because uh, from what I've seen, there's only about five or six items that, that they've got set up for it. I think one of them's um, washing up liquid, uh, washing powder, <laughs> r razors. But where are you going to put these devices? You can't attach a, a big clippy-on wireless adapter to your razor in the hope that... Oh, yeah, don't get me going about the amount of packaging that, that, that supermarkets seem to insist on putting on their stuff. 
just appalling. Um, okay, don't forget, get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, you look around our shop, of course, on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, you can still buy uh, T-shirts for the summer. Um, baseball caps, they're nice. Very nice indeed. I've been wearing mine. Um, they didn't let me wear it in the house, by the way. I still haven't seen a picture of you wearing it yet. Oh, right. Okay, well, we'll do that for next week, shall we? Okay, that'd be nice. Yeah. And, of course, books. Lots of books being sold. Yeah, you better buy my book because I'll probably be updating it in a few months. I've already got a copy, though. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, the, old, that's the one that's currently available. Right. But I wrote that back in, what, 2007? Yeah. Well, there might be an update coming. You never know. Will I be in your new book? Oh, you'll be featured in my new book. And then, of course, you'll probably have to move out of Wales. Oh, dear. Oh. Shall we finish with questions? Questions for the whale, yes. We'll do, we'll I think that's a good idea. We must be near the end of the programme, and uh, I've got, I've got uh, aliens to meet a little later. Aliens to meet later. Okay, let me find the page. Questions for the whale. Here we go. Yep. <coughs> Here we are, clear the throat. Uh, Chris James, would you do Celebrity Bake Off if asked? Um, yes, I think I would. Yes, that's one I probably would do. What's your uh, signature bake? Um, probably gingerbread men. <laughs> You're just going to buy a packet of ready-mixed gingerbread mixture, aren't you, and roll it yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Terry Bossons. Let's just use their first name, shall we? It'll be easier for you. Terry... Who was your favourite guest on the James Well Radio Show TV show? Oh, golly, I don't know. There were thousands of them. I, I really don't know. Probably the bloke who, uh, who'd started his own cryogenics business and, um, uh, and uh, liked to, uh, you know, freeze people when they die. In fact, I, I, he got up and walked out in the interview because he didn't like my questions. That was quite fun. I haven't seen that one. Uh, somewhere around there. Uh, Shane O'Neill. How many budgies can one smuggle inside Speedos? Um, if I catch anybody smuggling budgies in their pants, um, I'd be calling the police or sending some of my friends around to sort you out. Right, Shane, you're not listening anymore. Go on, bog off. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, you are back. Um, Brian Higgins. Have you ever wanted to host a TV game show? I have hosted a TV game show. Remind me? Um, it was on B Sky B in the early days, and it was called It's Your Round, a pub quiz. Wow. I never knew that I'm either. always open to offers. Andy Quick, why is Rio letting down para-Olympians? Um, well, Rio shouldn't have been given the Olympics in the first place. They really weren't in a financial state to put it on. Okay. Uh, Sandra Bellini. Has the whale ever been fishing and does he enjoy Italian cuisine? Uh, I love Italian cuisine and uh, I have been fishing, I'm sad to say. Yeah, I think if, if, if those people who sit around ponds and lakes and rivers uh, fishing, most popular participant sport in the country, um, if they sat around and every time they caught a fish it screamed, with agony, they wouldn't be there, would they? No, I don't think so. 
No. Yeah. Uh, Tom Poole. Hello, Tombo. How are you doing, mate? Uh, why do some celebs go a bit nuts? Noel Edmonds, Dave Icke, etc. Um, do you know? I I don't know. I I, I think they they all get to a certain uh, level, if you like, of uh, of fame, and when it begins to subside, um, I think they find it hard and difficult to uh, to deal with. That's my own view. I don't know. Uh, Kieran Fox, where is the best place to live in the world? Um, where you're living at the moment. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose if you, otherwise you'd move, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Cliff Rutkin, if there's another occasion to use coffee as a weapon, could you make sure it's mixed with hot water next time? No, that would actually damage somebody. So uh, what was what's your name? Cliff Rudkin. Another idiot. You're banned from the programme as well. Bog off. Okay. Uh, stupid idea. Jim Byrne. Pour boiling water over somebody. What a ridiculously stupid thing to say. Jim Byrne. Why has Herefordshire got decent broadband and better GCSE grades than the rest of us? Should we move there? Hereford, home of the SAS. Be a very safe place to live, I would imagine. Uh, Rob James, what do Facebook employees do to waste time at work? Um, look at their Facebook profiles, I suppose. That'd be working then, wouldn't it? Would it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, no. That wouldn't be working, would it? Well, they work for Facebook, so they'd be looking at Facebook. Well, yeah, it could be. Um, anyway, I think I've had enough now. Good. Um, why did we do so many questions? Um, because these are the questions that are built up since you've been in the house. Well, um, hopefully, uh, we'll all be back at the same time next week. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, that was well-timed. <laughs> <clears throat> um, right, okay, we're done. All right, I'll let you go. All right, talk to you later. Ta-da, bye-bye. Bye.
James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.